Hello and welcome to the Sexy Housewife Podcast. I put the hoe in host, Karen Sanchez-Dougal. It's me again. Again. It's going to be a weekly thing. I'm going to pop up like a gopher if you want, I guess. I'm here this week at the Mango Mustache Studios in Cedar Rapids, the city of a thousand smells, with a very funny guest, Oliver Schmitz. And of course, our very lovely producer, Alex Schulte. I don't know why I have like <laughs> I have like a like an adventure land, like a circus advent like for that. It's only for the intro. Like, no, and then, and then in, it goes back to normal. I was enthralled by it though. It was wild seeing that uh, live. Like I, kettle corn. Come get your kettle corn. No, nah, I liked it. That's uh <laughs> I, I, I will come get the kettle corn. I like kettle corn. Who doesn't? For real. I love kettle corn. Okay, so Oliver, here at the Sexy Housewife Podcast, we like to start off by asking, "Who are you? I know that you're probably not much of a hoe, but <laughs> how are you? Which means how are you and who are you? It's a combination of the both. Ooh, all right. Uh yeah, I'm Oliver Schmitz, everybody. Uh she said that. I'm doing great. Uh I'm uh I'm having a good I'm having a good day. This is like the only thing I'm doing today. So so after this, I'm gonna go take a wicked nap, which is pretty cool. Uh I'm a stand-up comic uh based here in Iowa and drove out of Cedar Falls here today. I uh, do comedy a little bit of everywhere though. And uh, that's a little about who I am. Uh and then yeah, like I said, I'm just doing I'm just doing good. I'm the happiest clam in the world right now. Sweet. Yeah. So when I pulled up, I I was worried that he was waiting out because it's like pretty hot out because you know global warming and shit. And he was waiting outside and I saw his license plate and it said Black Hawk because he's from Wa- Cedar Falls, yeah. Waterloo. And um I saw that it said Black Hawk, and I was like, oh, Black Hawk, he's, it's probably him. And then I realized Black Hawk sounds like Black Cock, and I realized that I have definitely fucked some Black Cock in Black Hawk County, and I just thought that was really funny, and I just wanted to share that with it's, the it's internet now. It's circle of life. Um, just came to full circle. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's exciting. I I have not had any of the black uh, cock You'll in black. Know. You've never had black no. cock in Black Hawk no. County. No, I have not. Uh, you you'll you'll had... have to show me around sometime. Okay, I'll, well, I have yeah, show me I, good spots. I don't. I well, I don't. I wouldn't know <laughs> of any good spots to get bl- any good black cock in Black Hawk County anymore, considering that I'm oh <laughs> a sexy housewife now. But um, <laughs> I have had my fair share of black cock in Black Hawk county uh in fact (laughs) one time i just had it just out of spite literally just there was just a cute guy at a bar and there was another guy that i had kind of used to hook up with and i was like mad at him for some reason and he wanted to hook up with me and i was just like no i'm not gonna fuck you i'm gonna go home with someone else and i just like fucked I don't know. I've just used to be such a whore. I'm still a whore, I, but I'm just a whore for one person. I lost my virginity pretty much to spite fuck uh, somebody. Uh, actually, spite uh, fucking feels good. Well, there was a there was a guy, uh, and I didn't lose my virginity until I was 21. If you can believe that, that. Out. Uh, you know, as I was say, it, it, no. me wearing this shirt, you know, didn't get laid in high school. Uh, no, but I I, I was <laughs> to make it matters worse. Uh, I was in. Uh, choir in college and uh we were having dinner no. yeah <laughs> me, again me with, so mean. I'm me, so me with this shirt and uh my my infinite virginity uh no when i was 21 i was uh, in college i uh, we we uh went to a uh dinner after we got uh done with practice and then i was kind of ripping on some people and then like we're just but fuck you fuck you and like we're calling each other assholes and jerks you know it was, it was a good time and uh uh, one guy, uh, I, I called one guy a virgin and he said, dude, I have a girlfriend and you don't have a girlfriend. Like you're a virgin. And 
I couldn't let anybody know that he was right at the time. You, you know, that that dumb 21-year-old My face right crowd. now is just, like, feeling so bad for you. Like, So, so I, I told him, uh, you know, because he's like, well, I have a girlfriend. I'm like, I'll fuck your girlfriend. And then he said, you're not even her type, probably. And I was like, oh, that's a weird response. So he, uh, so I was like, take a picture, see what she says. And then he did. Uh, so he took a picture and sent it to her. And then, like, after the dinner, he's like, yeah, she's... Yeah, she, she's India. And I was like, okay, set it up then. And then he did. And I kept on. So here's the thing. I, I thought I was a whore. No, no, no. I, uh, I showed up to this dude like weeks later because I thought that he was uh, joking. So he's just like, all right, she's down to do it. Uh, we're going to meet in my dorm room. What? And she's going to, she's going to, you know, like you can, you can fuck her. And I was, I was like, so I, yeah, my thoughts, exactly. My thoughts, exactly. So he, uh, the whole time uh, he's talking about this and I'm being like, I'm trying not to get uh, punked out by this guy because I think he's joking. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. If you, if you bring snacks, I'll show up. I might I might grace you all with my presence. And then, you know, he's uh, asking me every once in a while. He's like, OK, she wants to know how big it is. And I'm like, she'll find out when she gets there. And so the big day arrives. I show up to his room and it's just him. And I'm like, fucking knew it fucking knew it and uh we're just killing time in there for like 10 minutes uh i'm just like and then he sucks your dick well no well no <laughs> and then and then i'm looking at the, the like the little like he's got a lego star wars thing on the wall and i'm like that's pretty cool and he's got like other <laughs> he's got other things and we're just like killing time pointing at things in the room and then she shows up you know i hear knock at the door and he opens and she shows up and then we just kill time talking for 20 minutes until she finally says so are we gonna do this or not and then again, now I'm thinking, oh, she's in on it. She's in on the joke. So I go, I don't know. Are we? And then she's, and I, I had apparently while I was making fun of them, I had said like, like, they were like, oh, what do you do? You like to just like sit back and let it happen. I'm like, no, I like to be the dungeon master, uh, uh, like with everything going on. So she's like, I thought you wanted to be the dungeon master. I'm like, all right, then let's do this. So then she starts taking off all her clothes and I'm like, wait, what? Is this like a threesome situation or what the fuck? Well, then he starts taking off his clothes. I'm like, wait, what? So that took all of my clothes off. And, and he, he went to his little masturbation <laughs> corner. And I just fucked his lady <laughs> uh, on their little futon uh, in his dorm room. Um, and here's the thing. Uh, you know how some people like their first time? Because this is my first time. I need to remind you. Uh, some people for their first time, the joke is like, oh, you probably last like five, ten seconds. I lasted uh, pretty close to an hour because I could. Because there was someone there. Well, yes, because I could not get to the little mental place that I needed to get to to coom. Uh, so <laughs> she- you can say ejaculate. Yeah. Come. Jizz. Uh, oh, and here's the thing. It gets worse. And I'm going to say that probably a couple more times in this story. Uh, Cause it's not over. It does not end right. That's already a beginning, middle and end. No, it gets worse uh, because you know, after about, throw uh, up. after about, an, <laughs> I, we'll cut this out uh, <laughs> right, okay. right now. We're just hanging out. No, I, um, I, I tell her cause like, here's the thing. I, I don't finish. I just kind of tell her, okay, I don't think it's going to happen, which I now know that that can destroy a woman's ego. Like, here's the thing. I, I didn't mean it to at the time. I was just trying to honestly tell her I was prison fucking her for like, like 45, 50 minutes. Sluts I was tired. Love the I, I, yeah, I was tired and I was dehydrated Sluts at that point. Love the cum. So I told her that it's not. And here's the thing, too. Like her and him had made eye contact a couple times during it. And he was pretty fucking over it after like five minutes. But she she was having a great time. I found out later her and I talked afterwards. Um, but anyway, so I, she, uh, goes over to his corner to help him finish. Cause at the very beginning she had said, okay, at the end, I want you both to come in my mouth. And I was just like, yeah, she's a, she was a party animal. Uh, but so she goes to help him finish cause he was patiently waiting. So I went over and remember when I said, Hey, I'll do it. If you bring snacks, he'd brought me Doritos. So then I started just like cool ranch or nacho cool ranch Dorito. <laughs> my, my guy had taste. My guy had taste. So now I'm eating Cool Ranch Doritos. I haven't even put in my pants on. I have not taken the condom off. The condom is now on my Are ever you so hard? Sh- not as hard as it needs. No, it's now more akin to a wrinkly hat on my on my cock. Uh, so now I'm eating Doritos while watching a blowjob, which is not strange territory for me. It's just usually on a computer screen. And uh, it gets worse because when he 
now he knows what it's like to be watched because I feel like this is his first time doing that too. So he uh, wants to alert her that he's about to finish, but he doesn't feel brave. So he doesn't go, like, I'm about to come. He kind of goes like, I'm about to come. So she goes, what? And as she takes the dick out of her mouth, she points it back up. And he comes not only across, but slightly into his own fucking mouth. I wish I was making this up. I wish my first time didn't have this happen. And it gets worse. That's not worse. Because this is just keeps getting better. No, I, for me. <laughs> well, I started fucking laughing because how could I not? But I tried to hide it because I'm like, that's rude. So I tried to hide my laughter by pretending to yawn, but instead it just came out like. <laughs> so it just sounded what like are you Santa Claus? Like I was an evil king or something like that. Yes, <laughs> like like I was. Like, yes, uh, an evil wizard monologuing in a, in a oh movie. Oh, my God. So, and then after, so I'm trying to hold my laughter back. He's silent. She's silent. You are 21. The next, I'm 21. And then the next words that were spoken haunt me to this day where he just said, he hadn't even wiped it off his face yet. Like, he didn't immediately just go, ew. And then, no, he sat there just broken while... Why, while some dude who just fucked his girlfriend is now laughing at him with why, and I'm eating his Dorito down. and he's coming to his own mouth. He says the next phrase. You literally which, just ate his Dorito. Yeah, I you ate his ate Doritos. You ate his Dorito and, and then now you're cum. eating his Doritos. <laughs> exactly. But no, and then he says the words, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. And that's. I think about that every time. Like some people have like nice little stories of like, oh, I lost my virginity on prom night to my high school high school sweetheart. And I'm like, nah, I had this weird, <laughs> this weird thruple thing uh, going on where I was watched, and then I watched a dude come in his own mouth, and then uh, yeah, not not every time uh, for somebody's first time is it the worst thing that happened to somebody involved. So it was it was it was a, it was a weird day. Uh, then we went and uh, the three of us went and played video games at another person's house together. <laughs> and I'm not kidding about that. We met we met up before we went and we played uh, video games. Did he at least like brush his teeth or something? I have no idea what he did. Uh, I, I think that I tried to avoid eye contact because like here's the thing. I own him. If he ever has children, they are legally mine. Because he probably does. Like- <laughs> I don't know, man. I haven't looked at it. Here's the thing. I didn't like that guy. Like I said, we were kind of uh jarring back and forth a little bit at dinner and like i i never really liked this you guy dinner with him like you shared a well, meal like, like like no like uh when we were we were choir mates that's how i knew this guy and, like oh that's how the God. conversation started yeah so i like knew knew this guy this was like a rando at a bar who or somebody i met one time no this is like a guy that i knew uh in college oh and my God. he wasn't a friend i knew him he, I, he was an acquaintance oh oh my god <laughs> isn't that wild yeah yeah like i said i wish i was making that up and i lack the creativity but like that's how it happened 100 percent uh it's a fun story it's a funny story i didn't tell anybody about that story until like i was 28 that happened when i was 21 and then uh after uh going to the bars we had after party one time and somebody was talking like, oh, I had this happen sexually. This is a funny story. This is a – and somebody was like, you know, talking like they had uh, had the craziest experience in the room. I'm like, I got you all beat right here. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good contender for the night. Yeah, it is. I mean, I think that I pro- – I mean, my stories are, like, hotter. That's valid. That's valid. Because yeah. this wasn't that hot. It was very awkward. All three of us were sober. Yeah. And here's the thing. Uh, I, I mean, fucked a guy on like a like a, in a bathroom with like a party happening and his mom was like in the other room probably reading like Fifty Shades of no, Grey or something. I, I've totally had hotter experiences. But like just in terms of like wanna, it being a crazy don't. story. Oh, God. Well, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No one wants to picture me fucking. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Maybe 21-year-old version. No. I, I used to be cute when I was 21. I used to be. <laughs> Alex, pull up a picture of me when I was 21. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, 
<laughs> I'm on it. He's, he's a, yeah, go go find like whatever you think the the right year would be. I'm 31 now. If that's a ten good, years ago, that yeah, was what. Years. 2013. 2013. I had to do quick maths. I am not smart. Um, yeah, I would so have just turned 21 at this point in time. What is – I was such a baby. Ten years ago, I was 15. Oh, my God. I was – ten years ago, I was 15. I wasn't ever – I was fucking at 15 for sure. Oh, no. See, when I was in high school, I was all about Mario Kart and ping pong and chilling with the boys. Oh, no. I was – We'd go to football practice and then we'd celebrate with orange soda because we were good kids. <laughs> oh my God. No, I was, when I was 15, I was drinking Kinky and Malibu and Hypnotic. Oh, see, that's what, like, and here's the thing I totally get, like, when people drank, like, and did it in high school. Whipped cream vodka was my favorite. I just had other stuff to do at the time. Like, at the, at the time, like, I. I did too, and that was suck dig. That's fair. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I was like my parents were so hands off and never like tried to control any of that or tell me not to do any bad things. So I had no rebellious streak. I was like, "Oh, you guys are giving me like respect and like privacy and like because of that I'm like I have zero impulse." See, my parents I were the exact opposite, but my best friends Hannah Lindgren, shout out Hannah, I love you. Her parents were exactly like that, like yours. And then they trusted her and she was like such a good kid. And my parents were like super strict, had a curfew, could never spend the night anywhere. And I was just like would sneak out and were would skip school and do all the naughty no, things. The the harder that you are and the kids, like the more that they kind of like rebel. think it's cool to rebel. Like that's however, I don't I mean, I obviously have my regrets, but I mean yeah. one like the person I I the sh- all the shit I did definitely made me the person that I am now. And I, there's I mean I killed so many brain cells, but I'm so glad that you said brain cells. I'm just like you killed so many. Like oh god, like, <laughs> I killed so many men. I uh, killed I, so I, many. I killed fifty men. Uh- <laughs> um, excuse me, uh, can I interrupt? Oh, oh no! Are you guys ready you to see one? the most? Oh no! Breakable guy. Oh, Let's that's an awful of one of all time. Oh my god! That was. Oh, Is gosh. that a Squirtle tattoo? And that's also when I had blonde hair for a little while. Oh yeah. my god! That I'm is, sorry, my face that's is like, the guy. That's the guy. That, yeah, this is the guy. Those, those two tattoos right there were the guardians of my virginity. Them? They're kind of permanent. I don't know. You can get them covered up by a shirt, maybe. <laughs> that's like, <laughs> no, those are there to stay, baby. <laughs> this is awesome. I mean, there's here. Uh, you got, said to pull it up. Yeah, you, you did bring pull it up onto oh, yourself. God. Yeah, I did not expect that to be Exhibit A right there. <sighs> Golly, that's a yeah. That was like uh, from a. Uh, I got my hair dyed blonde uh, for a. That's Halloween Mexican blonde, dude. Oh gosh, it was wild. Oh, see that that's not a bad one. Yeah, we're gonna get that one pulled up. Yeah, this is probably closer to me fucking that nice lady. This is oh, that's not. That's good. Yeah, that's that's probably close. I would have swiped it. right. Yeah, no. I'm on not. that picture. And I got my. Yeah. Gosh. I mean, I don't have any respect for you for taking a selfie, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. Karen, Karen was taking selfies literally before we started recording. I'm a girl. For the record. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I I do look back at some of my pictures because I have zero like are not zero. I'm but I, kidding. I, I love making fun. I, I hold off on the selfies for that exact reason. I'm just like I'm ah. Just, what I'm the? just fucking around. No, here's my toxic trait because like I'm not like masculine. You know, uh, macho. Macho. But my one toxic trait is I love pictures of me and I love pictures of my friends. But I refuse to ask anybody to take pictures of me and or my friends because i, I feel like that's so just that's like the nerdiest geekiest little oh my gosh guys let's get together for a picture because sometimes all i have are those pictures when i'm just up at night and sad because i'm like where are all my friends right now and i just look at the pictures of them yeah and they're I... all happy with their wives <laughs> true i love taking pictures i'm such a narcissist see my what i was talking about parents earlier is yeah 
my mom is like, when growing up, my mom was like, I don't understand how I raised you to be like this. What values did I not instill in you? And it's like, my father is a sex at like my, my dad. Father. My father cheats on you. Like my father was a drinker. My like, do you not like? I've been looking at my father's text messages, and granted, my father has since left our family. But um. like, he's such a piece of shit. Like, and I'm like, I'm literally my dad. Like, what do you? What did you expect? Like, I'm literally my dad, and. Uh, granted, I won't ever cheat, but on my husband. But <laughs> <laughs> I won't ever cheat on my husband. Um, but on the screen. Oh God! What about with that guy? That's me. That's that's me when I was in the choir. We we were going through the halls in the all girls dorm, and 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 singing. Uh, you know, I would have bullied you so hard. That. <laughs> the Leon Kennedy haircut. Yes. I, I got Chad Kroger a lot um, at the time. Oh, God. You look like you're in Brink. Can I? The Disney can, Channel original movie. That's so funny. Is that a cross necklace? It was. It was. It was all a trap I was trying to set for the good was girls. It, was, was it like a religious college? No, no. It was like, like I said, was it, uh, a- it, it was an accessory because I was like, oh, this like... I don't know. I think that accessorizing is neat. Well, and and here's the thing: I really wasn't, uh, and I didn't really claim to be. But I'm just like, oh, if every little accessory that you wear is a conversation starter for somebody to maybe come up to. I do love the aesthetic of Catholicism. I will say. <laughs> no, that's fair. Uh, I, I love the aesthetic well, of Catholicism. With that choir, I went and sang uh, in Spain for a two week tour. Uh, which was amazing. And some of the Catholic churches over there, the architecture, the paintings, the art. uh, Yeah. Catholicism and the lore is kind of cool. Like uh, I was talking with Alex just a hair before this, like with Dungeons and Dragons, some of my favorite lore is Catholicism to pull from and insert into uh, the settings that we create. It's so beautiful. Like it's so, like it's so beautiful. Like, Except for all like the weird garb, like that the and the boy touching, the boy yeah. touching also. I mean, that's the boy not. touching is whatever, <laughs> but like the they, weird dresses. It's they like got the... you can tell that they hide the boys under there. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you know, like when someone like walks into the room, like they're just like go under there. You know, like best hats in the game though. Best hats in the game, like like. Not even close. You know, like those Judaism, the little the uh, little yarmulkes. Yam- nothing compared to a big old pope hat. Cloth. Big old pope hat. That is number one in the in the religious hat game. Um. Okay. I remember. I had. A, I have a confession. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Confess to me. Okay. So I have a confession. When I sins. first met you. Oh no. And this, I I'm like this with a lot of people. So don't. Just try not to take offense to it. You hated uh, me. I did. Oh, dude, everybody does. <laughs> everybody does. No, everybody who now likes me at and all, you know all of my best friends, because I come on very strong. It's so hypocritical of me because I'm the same way. No, and yeah, no, it doesn't stop me from hating other people too. <laughs> like almost instinctively, I'm just like, who the fuck are you? I like, know me too. Oh my god, no. I, it's so funny. No, almost all of my best friends and I, I don't make a good first or second or third impression, <laughs> but like if, if somebody is forced to be around me for a while, like Stockholm syndrome takes place or <laughs> I liked you at Floodwater. I mean, I liked you like, I'm, I think that before Floodwater, um, or I watched your Floodwater I mean, tape and I was yeah. like, oh yeah, like we, we'll, we have to let him in. Um, yay. And then at Floodwater, I was like, oh yeah, he's a good egg. Oh, well, that's, well, yeah, I, I try to be. And here's the the thing. I definitely try to, after a while, make sure that people see that I have got uh, good intentions or at the very least I'm, like, willing to work hard or uh, make compromises where I can. Uh, I don't even remember why I didn't like you. I'm just Oh, dude, because I'm loud and I. St- I'm also loud. 
dude, like I said, who knows? Sometimes the opposites are, yes, you know, it need, is. need to attract. And uh, if we're too like-minded, here's the thing. Whenever somebody says, oh my gosh, Oliver, I know this guy. He's just like you. You guys would love each other. No. I, my in, initial instinct is I would fucking hate him because mm-hmm. I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> True. Same. No, anytime that somebody is ever like, oh, you'd love this guy. He's just like you. And then I meet the guy. I'm like, oh, you think very little of me. What the <laughs> hell? This guy is a cheap imitation. This is Wish.com Oliver right now. No, just like those pictures that you just pulled up. That was Wish.com Oliver. <laughs> oh, no, me at 21. Oh, I had, was I wanted to kill myself, but I'm like, why did you want to kill oh. yourself? You were so hot, you stupid bitch. Like, oh, no, I spent most of my 20s in that mindset. Like Now I'm 31. I was not happy as an adult uh, for prolonged periods until I was 30. Uh, yeah, almost all of my 20s was me white knuckling it, just getting dragged. Like, you know, I like got a roller coaster mm-hmm. when you then the bar is set and you feel the wheel start to turn and you're like, oh, it's too late. It's too late to turn back. We're on a path now and it's scary and you want to get off. But like maybe it's just me because I'm terrified of roller coasters. But that was my 20s. It's like, I was like, I want off. I want off. I hate this. I, the, like, all my anxiety was spiking the whole time. But I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, there was, was no way me. to slow it down. That was me, like, late teens. Because this is fucked up, but like, growing up, like, in my preteens, this is, I like, super fucked up. And we're going to take a really hard turn. Oh, but yeah. I was like, Convinced that I was going to kill myself. Like, like very early teens, late preteens. Like, way too young to be thinking about suicide. And I was like, I didn't even know what it was. But I was like, oh, I don't want to be alive. And yeah. then um, I developed an eating disorder, like, really, really young. Like, I was, like, still in middle school. And I was thinking my sneaking my mom's diet pills. I was on weird diets, weird fad diets. I would drink my mom's like weird diet tea. I would starve myself. And then when I was in high school, my my parents kind of caught up to that shit. I uh, talked about it so much, but I've gone through a shit ton of therapy. Um I finally started making myself throw up because my family kind of caught up with it. And then I developed bulimia. And um, I hadn't even started basically for like a fucking decade. And um, yeah, it was fucked up. But then uh, therapy kind of saved me. And then I unfortunately, trigger warning, you can skip ahead for sexual assault. Skip ahead. Oh, no. Um, I got raped a few times. Um, And then... That really fucked me up. And then after that, um, I realized that, okay, like, I'm not going to make it to my 21st birthday. Like, I'm – it's just not going to happen for me. And then I did make it to my 21st birthday. And then after that, I'm like, okay, well, I I want to um, do the things that I want to do. I want to be a stand-up comedian. I want to act. I want to be in the entertainment industry because I don't have any other passions besides this. I've always wanted to entertain because I just always have. Um, Because I was an addict when I was in high school. Like I had all those illnesses, all those mental illnesses. And then on top of that, I was an alcoholic. I popped pills. I smoked weed. I mean, the Potheads will say it's addicted. Yes, you well, fucking and, are. And when it's in conjunction yes, of everything else, and it's another thing that you're using to escape. Yeah, you know, like any any, you know, like most of that uh, in moderation or in very controlled, you know, is not like harmful or not a problem unless it's like all in conjunction yeah. or it's all like. So yeah, if, if that's like it's another thing that you're using other. to, yeah, like then, I was doing it all. So like. I was using prescription pills. I was – my mom would have, like – my mom worked um, – I love you so much, Lola. You don't speak English, so you won't understand what I'm saying, but I love <laughs> you so much. Um, my mom would have, like, so, sh- sh- surgeries from working at a factory farm her entire life. So from, like, my entire life, she worked at a factory farm. And, by of course, like, that 
fucks your body up really bad. So she wound up having multiple surgeries and they would give her painkillers. Yeah. But she didn't like taking them. So she wouldn't. And so who would take them? Your girl. Who would make some with alcohol? Your girl. And your girl's parents owned bars. So who would fucking steal entire bottles when the shipments would come in and mm. they would put out the bottles and they wouldn't fucking know, I'm like they're not going to fucking notice one whole ass bottle missing. <laughs> yeah. So like it was fucked up. And like sometimes like they got to the point where they like they would just fucking let me throw parties like. Wow. And it was fucked up. <laughs> but I mean, I had a really good time. But at the, at the same time, though, that intimacy that you wind up getting with the very very dark thoughts or the very destructive thoughts like it kind of gives you a whole different perspective uh on life moving forward like when you've like had very uh uh familiar you know uh encounters with like thoughts of suicide or with like you know that kind of uh never ending cycle you definitely kind of like get a different perspective on life later uh you know, like I'll hear comedians talk about, you know, suicide or like wanting to die or what. And it's like, that's so funny to me now because I'm like, ah, I used to actually, I used to be there. Like, I actually get, uh, understand this uh, mindset. Um, yeah. When you hear certain people talk about it. Yeah. I mean, it's something that like kind of, it'll always be a part of me. Like, I'll always be that 21 year old in the garage, like with the van on. You know, like um, yeah. there's always going to be like that tiny little part of me that never leaves there because it's like a part of like the only reason why I didn't do it was because like my dad had left and I didn't want my mom to be alone. Like and like it was just because I didn't it was just because of her. Like, oh, my roommate. Yeah, my roommate read a story once uh, where a dude uh, was planning on yeah, offing himself. I don't remember how in the story, uh, but my roommate said that the guy only didn't follow through with it because he's like, oh, who the fuck is no, – no one's going to feed my cat. Yeah. Like, they're not going to realize that like I'm dead until the cat's already been starving for days or something like that Yeah. at, at least. So, you know, you find that like uh, one little thing – hell, uh, it was all coming to a head for me a few years ago where I, I was working at uh, a warehouse. I'm not going to say the name of the place, uh, but it was, it was in a warehouse where I was shipping and receiving, you know, inbound, outbound, loading and unloading trucks – and I'd been doing that for a couple of years. And, uh, basically I, every day for years was basically flirting with the, I think that I can get up in the morning tomorrow without offing myself. And then I finally got to a point when I was like 28 or 29, I forget how old I was. And I was, I was finally like, I don't think I can wake up tomorrow without, you know, I don't think I can make that choice, uh, to actually wake up and not off myself tomorrow. So I quit my job immediately. <laughs> And then I went and got a job. Like now I'm, like I said, I'm happy mm -hmm. at the top of the episode. First thing I said, I am happy. So happy now. Mm -hmm. Cause like, God, I was in a horrible pit of despair for all, mm -hmm. like all my twenties of just like my own creation. I wound up doing an inpatient program, um, at the university. Yeah. And it honestly like saved my life. Like it really did. I like, I changed my cocktail of meds. I'm on, I'm on a lot of shit now. And it's, it's really like, it's working really well for me. Like I realized that it's like, I'm like, there's something like chemically wrong with my brain when it's like, I have everything that I need. Like I, I really like my job's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, this is a job, like the position that I had before I have now, which I love my job now, but like the job that I had before, like I didn't necessarily love. And I had, like, a great support system in regards to, like, my immediate family and my husband and my friends. And, like, comedy at the time, like, wasn't going great for me, but it, like, wasn't necessarily bad. And I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to take two weeks off and I'm going to go and do this inpatient thing. And my husband was like, okay, like, I'll be, like, we're going to be supportive. And I went and I did it and it was amazing. That's awesome. That is awesome. And it really, like, it was, and, and then you realize that it's like, it's a fucking genetic. Like, mm -hmm. it's a literally genetic. Like, my family is, comes from such a long line of fucking suffering. Like, it literally, like, it comes down to that. Like, my, like, my mother 
suffered. My father suffered. Like, my grandparents, they suffered. Like, they just did. They they went through hunger. They fucking oh, they yeah. worked hard. Yeah, I, I had that same mentality. That shit, like, changed their brain chemistry. It changed mine. Like, it's fucked up. Well, it's also something that you're brought up in because when I was younger – I didn't think that when you were an adult, being happy was normal. I truly didn't because uh, when, uh, unless you're rich, right? Like, and even then, you know, you can still have things wrong with you, uh, you know, chemically, psychologically. But like, you know, I didn't think that happiness was for middle class people when I was younger because like you have to get a job that pays the bills. You can't get a job that uh, satisfies your mind, body, and soul, makes you happy. I, I thought that was for the, for the birds, you know, or like a very lucky few would get jobs that they loved. So that's why uh, I, I took the long route through college where I went for a psychology degree and then I went for No, I went for a teaching degree, then psychology. And then I finished uh, my fourth year of college and got a welding degree. And now I work at a credit union. <laughs> so like I was just chasing whatever I thought was going to give me a paycheck. So that way I could, you know, start the cycle that, uh, you know, again, I didn't think that adults were supposed to prioritize happiness. I thought that you're supposed to just prioritize uh, stability. Uh, and that was just part of the uh, miserable portion of the early part of my 20s was not following, you know, the passions or not believing that adults were supposed to be happy because that was a real thought that I had. Because, like, again, uh, adults being happy seemed like, I don't know. Yeah, for me, for it was people. just like your parents, my parents always told me, like, you have everything that you need like you have food you have a roof over your head like why aren't you happy like you have everything that you need like i you know i bust my ass for you like why aren't you happy oh, like God. yeah so it was kind of like one of those things but anyway you want some muffins i would love a muffin <laughs> you want muffins here to add some levity to the, uh, to the show you would do like me to assign someone to butter your muffin uh i i can go sans butter <laughs> i can go without the butter um, so these actually, I, I chose to make them because we had them at Floodwater at the brunch yeah. for Floodwater and Oliver did rant and rave over my muffins. So is that, was that the turning point where you're like, you know what? I like him now. He complimented the muffins. <laughs> no, actually, I think my turning point or not necessarily a turning point. I think I was just like. I mean, there, there's like an official moment where, you know, you kind of uh, where somebody warms up to you in some some regard. Would it have been just performance or when we were both just like watching comedy or something like that, that you were like, you know what? Ah, he's all right. I think it was probably when we accepted your. Uh, uh, fair enough. When we accepted your submission tape. I think I watched it and I was like, OK, yeah, he's fine. OK, gotcha. I won you over with my performance. Amy. Yes, your talent. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. I, I, I mean, I you've already muffins. had these. So as you good. eat, um, one moment. Oh, yeah. Let's chew into the mics. Oh, okay. Wait. So, and you can, you can move the mic away. Okay. I will do that. Uh, yeah, I'm going to eat Alex. this while you talk. Yes. Alex, do you, eat my muffin. Do you need help getting no. your muffin? Eat my fucking oh, muffin. Okay. I've been staring at this thing this entire recording. Eat my muffin. If That's what I tell I my husband when I want him to eat my pussy. Mm. Um, All right, here we go. Oh. So I will, so next to my head, you will see the list of ingredients. So I don't know where uh, he's <laughs> going, where Alex is going to put the list of ingredients next to my head in post. But next to my head, you will see the list of ingredients. I will not list them off because who wants to hear me rattle off the list of ingredients? Nobody. Nobody wants. So eventually there will be a list of this ingredients so good. next mm -hmm. to my head. I know, right? If you listed them off in that same voice with the music that we had at the beginning of the show, I'd listen to you do a whole ingredients of muffins. Okay. Well, maybe the next one. <laughs> okay. So what I am going to tell you now is all the tips and the tricks to... Get these muffins. Mm. You want the other one? Mm -hmm. You want the other one? Mm -hmm. Don't you? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, get the other one. Reach for it. Reach for it. I'm a happy boy. <laughs> so you want to make sure that uh, the eggs are room temperature. Mm. 
So you want to take it out of the fridge two hours before. That is preferably the milk also, room temperature. So take it out of the fridge two hours before you bake with it. Now, if you are going to be using fresh blueberries or frozen blueberries, do not thaw the frozen blueberries. You think that you might have to thaw them, but don't thaw them. Keep them frozen. When you mix together your dry ingredients, take about a third cup of the mixed together dry ingredients and toss them into the either fresh or frozen blueberries and coat them. You just ate two of those. Oh. I love that. Um, and coat the blueberries <laughs> and then fold them into the batter until they are just combined. That way, the blueberries do not sink and they are well incorporated into the batter. And um, and then to make the crumb topping over the top um, that you just sprinkle over the top, you'll use a fork to blend the crumb topping. Um, and you'll want to, I just honestly, again, I use room temperature butter. And you. it says to cube it like the official um I do use like a recipe that I will link but I do alter it so I kind of I do make it my own so I will link that Ooh. recipe but I do alter it to make it my own you gonna spoil the the secret of uh of what you do to alter it of course okay gotcha that's the whole point I of didn't this know podcast. if you were going to like you know have that extra little twist still yes I use molina vanilla which is Mexican vanilla um, and then I use um, cinnamon in the dry ingredients. So it's this it's this recipe, um, and then you can bake it ahead of time, and they stay good for a while. They those were very good. Those were fantastic. I will do whatever you tell me if they result in those muffins. So uh, I'm always looking for cooking tips because I want I I love. Uh, Offering to cook for women if if I think that that will uh, make them like me, but I'm very bad at cooking most things. I'm, I'm I make the best mac and cheese in the world. Um, no, not 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 like craft from a box, uh, like homemade mac and cheese. Like I rock it, and I've got my own special tricks for that. Um, and that sounds so much more devious when I talk about my secret ingredients. Uh, but uh, no, I, and I know how to I cook great steak. But after that, like I pour a mean bowl of cereal, and that's about it. What's the um, secret to uh to the mac and cheese? Half and half. Uh, the mac and cheese. Uh, so I boil the noodles in almond milk. Almond. Oh, milk. interesting. So I boil the noodles in almond milk, and then I add the cheese. Uh, when the noodles are al dente, I add the cheese into the mix, so that way uh the cheese sauce thickens as the noodles are finishing. And uh, that's that's a good portion of the secret, but I still have. Uh, couple i'll share my recipe with you i will make i will the next time you're we'll have you back on the podcast and i will we'll have a mac and cheese off oh my gosh how about Uh, yeah oh yeah i am i'll beat you oh gosh bring it i i i've made it for uh i my work had a food day i work at an office now so like well well, let's have a little food day uh we're gonna have pulled pork and who can make a good side and i offered to make mac and cheese and as soon as i offered to make mac and cheese i had anxiety the rest of the day i'm like (laughs) why did i offer to put myself out there because i told people i'm like i can make good mac and cheese and uh then then i'm like oh i could have just stayed down offered to bring cups and plates like usual but now i gave myself an errand and now i've set the expectations high but guess what Everybody said through. I killed it. Everybody said I crushed it. I love it on days that we have food days and I'm the only one who brings something homemade. Oh my gosh, everybody brings something from like a like a little pan from like hy V or yes. something like that. Or oh, catered from like I brought Subway sandwiches. The other day, no. The other day, like last week, so it was like 8 a.m. And I walk through and like the doors at my work are really heavy. And so I had, okay, so I had half a pie, 
from that day, <laughs> Alex. So I had half a pie and like a bunch of my coworkers were like, that looks so good. So I was like, okay, I have half of it. I'll bring it in. And I brought half the pie and the the door was so heavy that the that the pie the door closed on me. Yes. The door closed on me. The universe. And the and the door closed on me and the pie was in the pie carrier and I dropped everything. Oh. And the fucking pie dropped and the pie glass pie shattered. Too. And there was glass and pie everywhere. So instead of bringing a pie, you brought a mess. I did. And I screamed. (laughs) I screamed at the top of my fucking This pie was for the the photo shoot for the cover art. Yeah. Oh, no. And the pie fucking exploded everywhere. There was glass everywhere. And now there's like a giant like shit stain. Like at the, like one of the employee entrances where I work. Yeah. That shit stain's got your name on it. Yeah, it does. It's so fucking embarrassing. Especially because I fucking screamed at the top of my lungs. And like one of the person I like work with was like, I thought it was a child. Like I literally thought it was a child. And I was like, I am a child. As soon as you mentioned how heavy the door was, I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm just a weakling. And they're all like, next time just ask for help. I'm like, I could do it myself. <laughs> yeah, it was so fucking embarrassing. I was like, I was, I'm devastated. Oh, it was so bad. Okay, are you ready for the would Kevin's you rather? Chili from the office, embarrassing. Yeah, we, we know about Ke- Kevin's chili, right? It, oh. it was more embarrassing because I fucking screamed. I <laughs> screamed. You didn't try shoveling it back in with papers. Oh God! So I, I, I've never uh, watched a full episode of The Office, but I've seen that clip, and it gives me such. A, <laughs> well, here's the thing: I've never watched it because every bit that I see, I'm like, this just gives me anxiety. It was so. It bad. gives me secondhand embarrassment every time I see. I it. almost like I, I was I was talking to my mom about it, and she was like, it could have pe- given people food poisoning. I'm like, thanks, Lola. Yeah, it could have. It could have been even worse. Think about that. All right. <laughs> She's quite the optimist. I love her. She's like, could I get, you know, what if I get food poisoning or I found hair in it? I'm like, thank you. <laughs> you know what? Maybe that door saved them from your pie. Like that's, like that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's my mom for you. That door was sent by God. <laughs> <laughs> that's my mom. That was, that's my mom. Okay. Are you ready for the word you rather? Okay. Okay. So typically, we do like segments where we talk about like cute or sexy news stories, okay. but turns out that the news right now is too sad. So instead, we're doing would you rather's. So I'm gonna do a would you rather, and then you're gonna give me one. Okay. So I hope you have one for me. I have at least one. Okay. Would you rather never eat your favorite food again? Okay, that's not a strong start. Or never orgasm again. Do I still get hard? Yes. Um, does it change the sensation that I feel in my nip nips? In your nip nips? Yes. <laughs> I like when my nip nips are played with. Answer the question. <laughs> I didn't know that. It's so no. <laughs> and I didn't. I like how that put you back on the back foot immediately. Karen, I thought you could hang. Um, <laughs> Mom, can you pick me up? <laughs> He's doing it again. Um, I would answer, because uh, it is just you know, my favorite. Is it no. my one favorite food or any of my favorite foods? Just your favorite food. Like I, your I think I most would, favorite food. I th- oh, God. I think, I, I think I'd pick the orgasm thing. Be- What's your favorite food? Uh, st- what? Well, Wait, you picked the orgasm. Which one would you give up? I would give up the orgasm. Got it. I, I'm you not. Never release again. That is a okay with me. <laughs> What's your favorite food? Uh, it's really hard. Like, is it know. macaroni and cheese? Well, that's up there. <laughs> is it? That's up there. Uh, steak. Steak. <laughs> great. Uh, a really, a really good steak. Sushi. Um, no, you can lasagna. only pick one. No, and here's the oh, thing. I, guess I love them all so much that I don't think I'd give any of them up. I don't think like I don't think I'd give any one of them up. And that's how that's that's how distraught I am. I'm like, oh, I don't want to find out which one's my favorite and then never have it again. But like never being able to orgasm again, that's fine. That is 
just no. Okay. Wow. All right. Well. <laughs> um, what about you? I mean, I guess. I guess it's easy to say. Never, for you. never have my favorite food. What's your favorite? Be, food? Um, I would probably say sushi. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Probably either sushi or um, my mom's enchiladas. Oh my god, my mom's enchiladas are my favorite food. Oh, like no joke. When I worked yeah. at a warehouse, uh, a guy would bring in food that his mom would cook. I mean, eventually, I'll never have my mom my mom's favorite food. His mom's or tamales. My, yeah. Well, don't you have food. the recipe? Yeah, but it, it's never going to taste it just as good. I know. You know. I, I tried making my mom's enchiladas one time, and it, yeah, wasn't even close. I mean, like, it's pretty close, but, like, it's not, like, uh, I, I, can, I, don't, I can taste the difference. I don't have any recipes to pass down or pass down from my mama. Uh, she is an awful cook. My my parents, <laughs> no, my, my parents were both just like, uh, we don't cook in this house. We pull things out of a craft box or... <laughs> Or, Mac and cheese. Yeah, no, like, like we, we, no. Here's the thing: I did not realize for the longest time until I was an adult that like mac and cheese and spaghetti and canned vegetables were like kind of poor people-ish food. Like, like, like we were eating on like feeding a family for like three dollars a day because you know that's uh, that's all that stuff would cost. Because I thought I was like, man, we're so lucky to have spaghetti every day this is great this is great i thought that was the best thing ever and it turns out that was a part of the economic plan that my mom had so uh yeah no my parents are uh not very good cooks and they, they never met something they didn't want to burn uh <laughs> no they they overcook everything drives me nuts it's, i'm sorry no they it's thank you uh so karen would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses so would you rather fight a real big duck or a bunch of little horses a bunch of little horses you would you would a hundred just step on them no they're the size of but there's a hundred maybe you get like i think that you take out like six of them and then the other 94 rally and they get behind you and then they trample you i'm i'm facing the big duck i'm facing a big old duck I guess that you could just stab it with something, but then I don't want to. You got to find something to stab it with, which is definitely like. But that I don't want to hurt an animal. Uh, then you're going to hurt a hundred of them? You're going to hurt a bunch of little horses? Yeah, I guess I'd rather die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, See, that's the thing. It's like, I sometimes I have like, I want to tell this joke, but it's too dark. Is that like, if someone tries to kill me. I'm just gonna let them. <laughs> that, no, when, when I was actually, like, what are you gonna do? Like, I want to kill. Like, do you know how many times I've tried to kill myself? No, like, when I was actually suicidal in my twenties, uh, there were so many times where I'm just like, God, it would be so much easier if a bus would just careen towards me because people wouldn't blame me then. Like, I, if I could just get taken out, or that'd some, be great. Yeah, if someone like, yeah. If I got murdered, no, I, I always said, because uh, I worked at a warehouse where it was not unlikely that a shooter would eventually appear. Because, like, that place hired and fired a lot of wackos. And it turned normal people into wackos. So, like, we were not completely uh, uh, foreign from the idea of just somebody could show up and just try to ice at least the supervisors or take out other people. So, like, there were, day, like, days where I'm just like, I think that I would try to combat the shooter. I think I'd try to, like... Yeah, not either, to be a hero. Well, no, like, well, because maybe if I live, I'm a hero. And if I don't live, then yay. Like, that's... Like, that's it's kind a win-win like win situation. It's a win-win situation. Like, if I die, I went out swinging and it was fun. Uh, th that was a real thought that I had. Okay, here's a would you rather that I got told at that same job. This is a, a supervisor. This is that, that warehouse is fucked up. Uh, he asked me, he said, okay... You wake up, uh, you wake up in a haze. You don't know where you are. You don't know when you fell asleep. You look down. You're halfway inside of your mom. No. Penetrating. You look behind you. Your dad is halfway inside of you. No. Do you lean forward to get your dad out of you? Or do you lean back to get out of your mother? I fall to the side. I won. No. <laughs> Nope, you you can't you can't choose which way do you which way I 
I, I get out of my mom. I, I there's a small chance that my dad will like what's going on, but there's zero chance if I pull forward. Like my mom will just be like, "Oh no, my my men, my boys, no." Like she she won't be happy about it. Like, but if I lean back, my my dad might like it. Okay, next one. Oh, how um, dare you! I saw. I already said I'll fall. No, you you were just you were just like I'll do an around the world and traumatize everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fall to the side. How dare you? I said I'll fall. I, I answered the question. I'll fall. You didn't. You definitely didn't. I will pass out. Oh, fine. Um, I will. I will. First of all, I have and a would you rather? Okay, so you've got a strap on on you. I have a strap on on me. Yeah. Does, okay. does that change your answer or does it make it easier? Um. Yeah, it does because I don't. That means that I don't have a real dick. I'm but, not actually fucking my mom. But so, so then you move forward. And exactly, because my mom needs the dick. Ew. My mom, honestly, I have my sister and I have bought my mom a vibrator, and I definitely shouldn't have said that. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. I love you. She doesn't speak English. It's fine. Um, <laughs> no, but she definitely. She knows the word for vibrator. <laughs> yeah, she does. Um. Okay, my next one oh is, would you rather have bad, hot breath forever or, like, no matter how many times you brush your teeth, or have a huge cock, but it's smelly forever, no matter how many times you wash it? Okay, I don't know if you know this about having big cock, but, like, it's really hard to get it smelling good regardless, so, like, I feel like I have that problem with a medium-sized cock already. So give me the bigger cock that always smells. My husband has... Oh, see, I think maybe it's the way that I sit because I'm whenever I fart, it br- it flutters all along my balls. And I feel like some I of that... I think you need to go to the doctor. That scent, like, funnels up and it's like like the base of my you know dick smells like my to ass. Me, though. I think you just have a big butt. I do. Because that happens to me. It's a big butt problem. It's a big butt problem. It's a big butt problem for sure. Because like my ass, it's like, because it's like a tunnel almost. Yes, it creates. It, like it creates a tunnel and it goes and it like it, 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 it almost like is like a queef. See? Like yes. sometimes I will like accidentally fart during sex and my husband will be like, oh yeah, you're, you just queefed. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, babe, that was a queef. That's, like, that is so funny. And here, here's the thing. Every time that I hear, whether it's a queef or a fart, every time that I hear any of that noise going on during sex, I, I always tell him like, yeah, it doesn't bother me. It, like, and it doesn't bother me, but I do think it's funny every time. No, he and like he think thinks it's, it's so hot. Like he thinks it was. He thinks his cock is so fucking big, and it fucking put air into my fucking pussy, and yeah, it fucking it's a queef. I'm like, nah, no, I just farted. Because yeah, have no, ideas. every time I hear that, <laughs> every time I hear it, I'm just like. <laughs> so if she if she looks behind her and looks at me, I'm just sitting there, just <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what. Don't turn around when we're doing our business because you don't want to see what face we're making. No, and like and whenever ever... I turn around, I just see my dog just like looking at me like she wants to fuck me too. Oh, my dog always always. I didn't know bed. if you were using like talking about an actual pet or yeah. if you were just like yo my dog like <laughs> <laughs> like you <laughs> my dog my friend my dog no like my literal eight month old puppy like she's insane. It was not your choir mate. <laughs> No, being, be, yeah, if you think that being watched by a cat or a dog while you're fucking or handling your business is bad, like a person who is watching, because like that dude loved her. <laughs> uh, Try and, being watched by a baritone. Uh, he was a tenor too. Ah, he was even a tenor worse. Too. Even uh, worse. No, he was a, I, I feel like I'm accidentally doxing this guy. But no, here's the <laughs> that thing. That only narrows it down to like six people, I like, think, right? Like they they, they uh, were high school sweethearts and they'd only been with each other. Oh, and, no. and And, they and kinda, that's the problem. Well, and here's the thing. Uh, they they thought they were going to for sure go to the distance because, you know, they were also uh, 19 or 20 at the time. So they were like, we're going to get married. But they were like, oh, but it's kind of a shame that we only no. fucked each other. And so they were like, okay, we're each going to have like one pass. And uh, so... The more that I got into the situation, the, the, and especially after the fact, I found out that it was much less his idea, and she kind of wanted to be a little hoe. And he, nothing's wrong. And with he that. went along with it to kind of salvage the relationship, 
which is like it's far gone. What? Well, yeah. And sometimes when uh, people are in open relationships or like they talk about, it, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I wonder if everybody's on board or if one person is sitting there very unhappy and just trying to hold it together. And again, some people very happy. It works for them. I get it. But for every happy uh, open relationship I've heard about, I've heard about ones where one of the people like is is yeah at, yeah i've heard at least a couple stories about one of the person people in the story is uh being taken advantage of yeah yeah karen you say it's not a problem to be a hoe which perfectly of course not but one th- it's it is a problem to if you're not in a relationship be- and not telling oh, and but, not be honest with your partner about well, like and why here's the thing they, they were 19 20 i was 21 you know like what we were all young and dumb and uh, that like in terms of communication and like navigating very mature right. uh, things yeah. like that. That's difficult. Well, just like you did when you were 21 in this threesome. A, it wasn't a threesome. It was more like a cucking. OK, well, just like you did. When I you was were t- a bull. OK, well, honestly, threesomes are fun. So I recommend Um, no, I not that I would do it now i'm much too jealous and fat um (laughs) (laughs) it was for back in my younger days and i was fit and thin and sexy i'm much too jealous and fat that is like (laughs) that is a good line i don't know like what for but like that is that just like for having threesomes like if my husband ever wants to be like oh let's have a threesome like fuck no i'm much too jealous and fat uh-huh. I mean, you're assuming that it's not the 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 MMF way or the devil's threesome, then. Is he no. also jealous and fat? I've never se- I don't know. You've met him? I haven't seen him in like years because I remember you, uh, he used to come to uh, when you would do stuff at the, the open mics. And then I didn't see him for a while. I'm like, oh, no, my gosh, was Karen being thin. too mean? <laughs> no, he's very thin. What's MMF? Uh, male, 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 female. female. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. No, I'm bi, so I only female. Okay, gotcha. No, and he's straight. Oh, gotcha. I mean, but like, he yeah. can just he can just watch. He can just watch and be no. proud of his bro. No. Valid. No. No, no. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no. He, he doesn't have any cute friends. Got it. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, just anyway, you got thrilled. All right. Just like you did when you were in this cuckold thing situation when you were 21. We've got to wrap it up. Mm. <laughs> So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, upcoming shows. So this episode's going to air on June 27th. So I do have some uh, July dates coming up, not actual dates like with other people. I mean, I'm sure Connor's going to take me out. Maybe we'll see. Um, Joystick Comedy Arcade going to be there on July 20. No, July 7th. And I'm going to be in Bishop Hill, Illinois, July 8th. Um, with Austin Ingalls, um, then I'm going to be at the Lucky Cat in Cedar Rapids here in the uh, smelliest city in Iowa. Probably not smelliest, but very different smells on Cedar different Falls days. Smells pretty bad sometimes. It's the river. Yeah, it smells like fish. I'm sorry, I, that was me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at the funniest comic in Iowa competition at the Lucky Cat Comedy. Uh, club on July 21st and then Day Peace is coming to Willow Creek Theater on July 22nd. I know him. Yes. He's great. He is great. Um, He's going to be on this podcast as well. Um, And that show's featuring Alomine, Jane Yen, and Gerald Bronson. All very funny people. Evan Hall is going to be at Willow Creek Theater featuring Lily Obscure, Dia Besrai on July 27th. And Dylan Meek, Jason Clemens, Kelsey Vanderwerf, Travis Coltrane, and Zach Metzler are going to be uh, at Willow Creek Theater on July 29th. And you can find out more by going to my IG at Karen Dugs. That's Karen D O O G Z, like Snoop Dogg, but not as cool. As always, thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Oliver Schmitz. Yeah. Thank you, Alex Schulte. Thank you, Mango Mustache Media. As always, like, 
subscribe. Oliver, where can we find you uh, on the socials? Uh, Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash comedic dragon. That was my comedy name for a little while. And also I'm on TikTok, Oliver Schmidt's comedy. Now I'm starting to upload some of the, some good clips. Uh, And then also Oliver Schmidt's live at the Oster Regent is on YouTube. That's really all that I'm at uh, for doing comedy stuff. Otherwise, just see my boring day-to-day stuff on my Facebook. Um, But yeah, that's my socials, really. Karen, where can we find you in your socials? Karen D. Double O-G-Z. But your podcast, too. www.mangomustachemedia.com slash sexyhousewifepod. Or is it just sexy housewife? It's just a sexy housewife. It's just sexy housewife. Mango mustache. But your Instagram is sexyhousewifepod. Oh, yes. At Sexy Housewife Pod mm. is Instagram. MangoMustache.com slash Sexy Housewife. Not a porn site, I promise. And by the way, we launched Mango Mustache yesterday on the day of recording this. And uh, y'all crashed our site. So that's good. Woo! Is that true? MangoMustache.com crashed today. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, but MangoMustacheMedia.com is still working. Yay! Let's break that too. Break it. Break, Break it. it. Harder daddies. <laughs> My phone's already <laughs> fucked up. All right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>